someone's birthday, uh, making clear to them that they, they were an absolutely wonderful human being, an, an admirable human being, and I'm dedicating this to uh, my first choral teacher in high school, Mr. Miller. So uh, this is Felix Antonius. He tells you 
in progress, things that I've been working on the, the last two weeks, and uh, they're not your typical pieces. Um, first off, I need to say I don't have permission yet to do these. That's one of the things that goes on uh, during COVID. A lot of the offices of you know, literary agents and uh, universities where poets work are all closed right now. So I've got a lot of emails and, and letters that have gone out saying I'd like to get permission. It's a very normal routine you follow. You, you sign up and get permission. And, uh, promise that you'll only do the material in the United States and you won't record it without them knowing and they get half of everything, blah, blah, blah. It's a very typical routine. But during COVID, there is no typical. And so I don't yet have permission for these. And because of that, I did not put these um, lyrics, these the poems, on the uh, website that you've been reading for the program. I'm doing this, and if they were to be cease and desist, I would have no problem with that. But I am going to go ahead in good faith. This first piece is called Going. Called the honor. 
in life are as sweet as they song called Block City. It's based on the poem of the same name by Robert Louis Stevenson, and it's a wonderful poem written to a child about the creative things they can do and they never get punished for being creative. This goes out to my nephew, Daniel, who is one of the most creative children I ever saw, and became a tinker of cars now, a serious <coughs> tinker of cars. This song is especially about him. Hey! 
say uh, it's another song that I've never heard live because I wrote it during the pandemic and uh, we rehearsed all of this on Zoom. Such a pleasure to hear it live. It's also one of those songs that I was trying to explain this to my siblings who, um, uh, I, was the, I was the one, my parents both are musicians, but um, my siblings aren't. And when I tried to explain that song to them, I said, well, it's like this. <laughs> so I was trying to say it's one of those songs that's incredibly melodramatic and in the time it wasn't. Um, this is, uh, <clears throat> bringing to an end, this is the last song I'm gonna ask Sam to do and then I'm gonna do one after this. When I was, a, uh, I started playing piano when I was in uh, fourth grade, which is nine years old. And then uh, by the time I was 16, I started taking voice lessons. And I was uh, proficient enough of a piano player by that point to accompany myself. And I'm not, you know, reading classical music. And they give you all the traditional stuff when you're first taking, they give you all that, uh, those kind of art songs. And I was given one art song to sing that when I played the piano for it, I had never played something that wasn't just block chords for a singer. And it was a song called, um, now sleeps the crimson petal, now the white. If I remember correctly, it was written by Roger Quilter. And that song forever changed my life because I realized that the piano could be, and with a singer, could be the, the, the landscape. You could provide a, a visual that is not there, and it doesn't merely have to support the singer. You can create much more information. Um, and that's where I realized what I was trying to do. And I also find that I'm drawn to Rayvon Williams. And uh, this next song I wrote to be as much like Rayvon Williams as I possibly could. It's, ba it's uh, based on a poem by Lewis McNeese. It's called The Sunlight in the Garden. This is for my old friend, Jeff Powell. And I've never heard this one done live either. This will be a treat. Thunder, thunder, and 
singers once more. You all come up here with your mask on. We'll take a quick bow. This is Sam Bronfeld, Terry McLaughlin, and Jesse Berry. Thank you all very much for joining us. Have a great Sunday.
This is Mutiny Radio, broadcasting live from the Mission District of San Francisco, California. And it is time to ride the morning train.
The music of Max Roach begins today's journey on the morning train. That is the title selection to the album Survivors, recorded in 1984 with a string quartet. Max Roach here credited on multiple percussion set. The album Survivors. Next up, Frank Lowe. Ha 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 
This is the morning train on mutinyradio.fm in .sf, and I am your sole driver, J.D. Buell. That was Curtis Mayfield talking about hard times, a re-recording of that selection written for the album There's No Place Like America Today in 1975. That was re-recorded for inclusion on the compilation named Of All Time, which was released in 1990, Curtis Mayfield. Before that, on tenor saxophone, Frank Lowe from the album named Decision in Paradise, 
Frank Lowe there with Don Cherry, pocket trumpet, Grachon Moncour III on trombone, Jerry Allen piano, Charnette Moffat bass, and Charles Moffat on drums. The song was You Dig, Frank Lowe. Let's continue now with another selection from a CD I shared with you a few weeks ago by Da Cruz.
Frankie Paul, and the track is Don't Want to Be 
That is from a compilation named Strictly Underground, Reggae's Next Generation. Various tracks recorded in the early to mid-1990s. This album was released in 1996. Frankie Paul and Don't Wanna Be. Before that, Da Cruz, the band named for vocalist Mariana, Da Cruz. The album is named Sistema Subversiva, and the track we heard there was Vestida de Amor, Da Cruz. Now, as the morning train continues, we're going to go back again to New Music 2016. This is the album leaf.
sisters just be thankful for what you've got as little or as much as that may feel like be thankful for what you got was by massive attack that is from the first album released in 1991 blue lines massive attack was preceded by a track from the album this is for the white of your eyes by Choir of Young Believers, and that was released in 2009. That track was Why Must It Always Be This Way. Before that, from 2016, Bonivar, and the album was named 22 A Million, Bonivar's album of last year, we heard 33 God. And before 33 God by Bonnie Var, we heard a track from the album Between Waves, also a 2016 release. The album Leaf is the artist, and Never Far was the song. I'm never far from you. Well, it's true that mutinyradio.fm is never far from you. And if you live here in San Francisco, we are quite near. So I would like to remind you to come on down here for the... 42nd annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, the first week of March, March 1 through 5. It's a great way to support the station and come to live events. Tickets are only $10. And you can support the station by continuing to listen to the morning train with your friend J.D. Buell. I appreciate it. Please share with Others, let's get a bit of rockin' now with Rocket from the Tombs. Oh, 
Richard Lloyd, former member of television. That is from his album Real Time, believe it or not, recorded live at CBGB. And the track we heard was Pleading, Pleading with Richard Lloyd. Before that, Richard Lloyd as a member of Rocket from the Tombs, their 2011 album Barfly, and we heard the song Anna. We're going to move on now to the sounds of Gillian Welch. Mm-hmm. 
stop dreaming that's when i stop loving you the leuven brothers song there done by the hayden triplets that's charlie hayden's daughters tanya rachel and petra the hayden triplets album was released in 2014 when i stopped dreaming before that from 2011, the album by Gillian Welch named The Harrow and the Harvest, we heard The Way It Will Be. And the way it will be from here on out is that on the, music, on the morning train, we're going to move through a couple more sets before it's time to wrap it up for Brother Roman and the weekly report. So we'll get back to some more music here right after this. No, they don't bite. And, uh, and well, <laughs> but then, as you know, chinchillas, or, or mutated chinchillas like these, the blue mutants, we call them. Has that because of their peculiar uh, coloration brand that makes them so rare? Uh, no, they were first crossbred or introduced, as we say, by Alistair Blue, <laughs> a munitions, ex a mutations expert, 
who's been into the raising of these little sweethearts. Oh, oh, careful there. Is he getting, is he getting away? Uh, that's all right. We get a lot more of them, and they do that, and that's part of the fun of raising them. And they're very clean, clean animals. I wanted to ask about that. They're very clean. And if they do mess, as we refer to it, they'll do it in their little cages, and it doesn't make any difference. And they dig a little hole for it. <laughs> Is that uh, what this one's doing here? Can we, can we get a close-up no. of that? No, no. No, this one's just trying to get away. Uh, that, that's his mate over there. That's the one they're trying to catch. Well, look at that. They just caught it. Uh, oh, that's... Our floor manager just told me they stepped uh, on it. That, that's, a, that's a female. That's a squirrel, as we say. Those bright colors around the snout. Nose rings, we call them. They differentiate between them. And, of course, you just cover them up with this nair guard, and they won't breed. They can't breathe? No, no, no. They can't breed. <laughs> There's one crawling up my leg. But, uh, seriously, Brad, Ken, we want them to breed as much as possible and this guard is only used of course when you're away on vacation you know and it becomes inconvenient for them to uh, 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 Brad now how did we let's go over to that demonstration oh, you sure. to well I'm gonna show you how absolutely trouble free these little animals are back here if you have kids like I know I have You'll want to watch this very carefully now. Uh, we got a big close-up right there of the little... <laughs> if it doesn't, he's still here. Yep. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm going to put out this lighted cigarette on this chinchilla now. <laughs> there. Now, you, see, you can see I'm just letting it burn there. It doesn't harm the coat at all. Oh, that's, a, that's amazing. Yeah, it certainly is. Well, how's, how's it's still smoking there. Yes. Uh -huh. Well, how's, how, is this, uh, how is this possible, Ken? Well, Brad, this chinchilla is entirely synthetic. That's, that's fantastic. And with these little fellas raised in your spare time in the playhouse or the garage or the slaves' quarters, you'll be making hay while the sun shines and at midnight, too, with mutant well, blue. thank you. Thank you, Brad. And you two little, what's his name? Doesn't have a name. They're all his name. Oh, well, thank you. Just a moment, we'll tell you the numbers to call. Girl, 
She's gone, but I don't worry. Neither does Vassar Clements and his many friends who contributed to the album Hillbilly Jazz, which came out in the 1970s. David Bromberg, Vassar Clements, DJ Fontana, many others given us a nice country swing version of Sitting on Top of the World. Before that, the Firesign Theater, friends, and the Chinchilla Show, a selection from their early radio program that is not to encourage any mistreatment of animals after all those chinchillas were entirely synthetic but i don't want anyone to think that i'm advocating cruelty to animals just a fun little piece from the uh, probably 1969 thank you Firesign theater thank you vassar and friends let's go now to george jones and melba montgomery (laughs) 